Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. We are your hosts of the show, Karen and Kelly Sarlow. Whether you're struggling with grief or you just need answers, we connect you with spirit to find relief, clarity, and direction in life. We can help you move forward. Hello, Kelly. How are you? I'm looking forward to your story. Ah, good. Thank you. This is over Zoom. This is a client where she gives me consent to tell the story, to use names, to use her names, and all names involved. So I don't need those for today's. And her name is Anna Kate. She's calling from Pennsylvania. And she starts off a half-hour session by saying to me, Karen, can you please help me with my horses? Mm. And, oh, Lord Kelly, you know how you and I love dealing with people who love horses. Yeah, they're a different breed. Ha ha. <laughs> the people. Yeah. It's true. They just seem to have um, hearts that are just better and bigger than the average person. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so she she's recording the session, obviously, because she sent it to me. So I re-listened to her entire session. Cool. She starts by saying the name of her first horse, which is Waffles. Cute. <laughs> Isn't it adorable? Not a horse name, but I love it. Yeah. And oh, I should back it up a little bit. Before she tells me the name of her, her first horse, she tells me that what she wants to know about the horses is how she can support them, how she can love them, how she can make better decisions for them, what they need, and about their past. So basically a good mom. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So Waffles starts by showing me what he needs, but also his past. He's going to say, I need um, consistency and care, but he shows inconsistency and lack of care. He says, I need um, for her to approach me from this angle, and then shows me how he's approached from a different angle, and he's abused. Hmm. And so... As by someone else in his past. Yes. Right. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Of course, not from Anna Kate. And she suspects it. So she she comes forward and she eventually tells me during the session that she has suspected this because of some of the behaviors that she has seen in him. And he shows me those behaviors so that I can describe this situation to her. So here Waffles is doing such a good job of saying, this is how I was treated. This is what I need. This is how she approaches me. And he's trying to validate that she's actually doing things really well, given the fact that she's doing this by observing him and her own skill set. And he's trying to validate her own intuitiveness. Mm -hmm. And part of that is to create a balance for her between skill and intuition. Mm-hmm. And this becomes important throughout the entire session because one of her life lessons is to work on the universal law of balance in this lifetime. And so here he is needing balance in life. And because she loves him, she's going to work on it. Mm-hmm. She's going to make sure that she tries to give him balance. And then he shows me approaching from, I think it was the hind end, and how the abuse was inconsistent. 
the person could approach sometimes from that hind end and put their hands on him kindly. And at other times, it, it was not. Mm-hmm. And so, because there's an inconsistency of kindness and abuse, he's like anything that's been abused, any animal or human being, he doesn't know how to trust. Mm-hmm. So, this is explained to her, and she says, okay, that is something that I've noticed. Thank you. Um, which is good, because now it gives her a plan to go forward that when I approach him this way, I know that I have to talk to him. I know how, I know whatever she's going to do. I have to make sure my energy is right. It's going to be whatever Anna Kate figures out for herself. That when I approach from this way, how do I want to do it so he doesn't have to feel fear anymore? Mm-hmm. And that is something she gets to choose to do in creating a relationship with Waffles. Mm-hmm. Then he says, you know, she will approach me from the front end, and she will massage me, and she will touch me this way. And so there I am, over Zoom, and I'm showing with my hands in the motion how she goes in a particular way and how she touches him. And he explains what it does for him and how it makes him feel safe and secure. But he also wants her to know that when she's finished touching in that motion, that she sort of has to like take her hand and make a motion where it leaves his body. Hmm. Can't linger. Yes. Because that lingering hand might come back. Change energy and do something different. You got it. So he's trying to pay attention that when she's doing this, even though it's an absolutely loving motion and touch, he still is on his guard that a loving touch can turn unloving and brutal quickly. And I need for her to finish the touch and not touch me Mm -hmm. so that I know it's not going to turn into something painful. And so she listens to that, and you can see her really taking it in. And then he says to me, I also want to say like that as we're going through all of these things together, where she has to figure out how to touch and what I need and to check in with her intuition and all of that, part of this is like behavior, cognitive behavioral therapy. And I don't know. I'm not going to dive into what that is. I'm not a therapist. I don't know everything about CBT therapy, but he brings up that statement and she kind of sits back in her chair just slightly, doesn't say anything, waits for me to finish speaking because Anna Kate is an emotionally intelligent woman. (laughs) And then she tells me that she is a therapist and she does cognitive behavioral therapy. Can confirm. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, it was such a good moment, Kelly. Like that's such a lovely moment for her to know that we're communicating. And I'm not saying that she didn't value the other affirmations she did. I'm just saying that's a kick-ass one. That's a fun one. And that's an empowering one because he's saying, I know your education. I know how you speak to people. I know how you're trained. I know what you're all about, lady. And I just think how beautiful that is to have her horse say, I know you. Mm-hmm. Then Waffles tells me that he wants consistency, he wants efficiency, and he wants like um, training. He wants to go like into full training on a regular basis 
where there's consistency that I know on this night, I, w- I want to know on this day that I'm going to learn certain things that's going to affect my growth and that that's going to build a connection between the two of us. And because of all of that consistency and connection and routine, it's going to build my ability to trust. Waffles says he wants to go to competitions with her and that this experience will build rapport between the two of them. This is something where you work hard together and you have a goal to get to some place and you're a team to get there. You're working together. You have to rely on each other. And this is good for him to build his trust in her, his trust in his own abilities as to what he can do, and just the connection between the two of them and the intuition that will be built as they go to competitions and work through things together. Then he says at the end of that kind of an experience, he does want her to brush him out and to do all of the things that you need to do whenever you're done a competition. And then he needs playfulness. And there again is the universal law of balance. And she explains to me that this is really good for her to hear. And I said, because he points out that she needs playfulness because even in her personal life, she wants to kind of keep her kids and her family on track. She's the one that says this needs to get done, this needs to get done. And she can be the one that forgets to sit down and have playtime or to organize it. Not to say she won't participate, but she forgets the importance of it or to initiate it. And now in the relationship with Waffles, she is responsible to initiate and to plan it, to think it out, to make it happen. She sounds like a one. <laughs> I, I love that you just put she is responsible to initiate play. Like that's the only way a one is going to actually do the play because responsibility comes first. So if you make play a responsibility, I will get that thing done. Yes. And I'm just going to insert in this conversation that what you're referring to when you say she's a one, you're referring to the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. If anybody is listening to this and goes, what's a one? You can YouTube, you can research the Enneagram and you can look up the one because Because what he does is he points out the fact that she likes efficiency. She wants things to be right. She has a high sense of morals and values. She's annoyed by things that aren't done properly. Uh (laughs) And he's talking about her personality and how it is very much leaned into something that's beautiful and can be very healthy and very productive and very efficient. But not without play. Yeah. Which is the balance. Yeah. And then he talks again, and I don't, I won't go into it too much, but he talks again briefly to her about the fact that one of the key, key things that he is saying is the contract between the two of them, that soul contract, is that universal law of balance. And that when she studies that or learns more about it and understands the value of balance, that she'll see why he's come into her life and why he's experienced the things he does, and how it's playing out that it is a priority between the two of them. And that it's also about that, like that playfulness is to come into her personal life, and that his experience, or pardon me, her relationship with him is actually going to change her, and it's going to enhance her relationships with her partner, her children, her friends, her co-workers, because she can go to work and she can still be all of these absolutely gorgeous things 
but she can also forget to be playful at work. And sometimes that is the energy that allows you to go back in and to continue to do the job at the level that you want to do it at for each person as she's doing and helping people through therapy. Mm -hmm. Waffles talks to her about the cognitive behavioral therapy and how um, the things that he has asked her to do about the touch, about the training, um, various things that I'm not going to bring up and explain um, in detail have to do with helping him rewire his brain. And he talks about making eye contact with him as she's talking to him as she's able to, because I realize at some point she might be at the hind quarters or on him and she can't, but that every opportunity that she has to make eye contact as she's helping him move through different tasks, for example, in training, that whenever possible, that this is important because they are rewiring his brain. And he says how important this is for him as a horse to do this, but that she's going to be able to see how important it is to to still have eye contact with her clients when she's doing CBT therapy. And and I don't know this personally because I don't do CBT therapy, but I got to tell you something, Kelly, was I ever interested to hear um, that little piece of information? And I don't know if I will personally get that validated. That's okay if I don't. But I hope that she does, and I hope that it opens up something for her in her sessions with her own clients, in the way that she does her own therapy, in the way that she handles her horse, in the way that she talks to her children, because we are wiring our children's brains too. Mm -hmm. I think eye contact is just important, period, especially when you're going through any kind of healing, because when someone is brave enough to look you in the eye when you're going through something difficult seeing you, physically seeing you in that moment and and seeing you as a spirit who's experiencing something is saying what you're enduring, what you're experiencing, what you're feeling, what you're processing is not something to be shamed or mm. shameful about, right? We tend to look away when we feel shame or think others are feeling it. And sometimes that lack of eye contact, I think in a, in a weird way, kind of like confirms that what we're going through is shameful and that's why people are averting their gaze. And I think that's why eye contact is so powerful because it's like, hey, I'm here. That's hard stuff, but I'm not looking away, which means you don't have to look away or hide it. Thank you. I think I, yeah, I think eye contact is also an act of bravery on both people's parts. Mm. Because you risk being seen when you're Mm -hmm. trying to make eye contact. And we, you know, in different personalities, look for another person to say, will you see me? Right? And when another person averts, we get this like, oh, okay, they don't want to see me or there isn't something to see or we fill in the blank with our own assumptions. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff to think over and give consideration to today. And, and you're hearing the importance of it in terms of animals mm-hmm. as well, that all creatures need to be seen. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's listening to this and it isn't that they have a horse in their life, but they have a dog or a cat or something, same thing, same thing applies. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to her second horse now. And her, the second horse's name is B. 
when the spirit guides start to give me the synesthesia for B, I get sore in my low back, one hip area, and down one leg. And I asked Anna Kate if that was correct, and she said yes. There's muscle pain for me, there's nerve pain, and B starts to show me, or B's spirit starts to show me, that she was walking on uneven ground. And that as she was walking like this, one leg goes down and causes like a pull or like something like in one side that extends beyond what it should. So yeah, maybe that's a good term. It's a pull in the downward motion. So I told Anna Kate that B needs to see a chiropractor and that B is saying that she will need to see a chiropractic doctor for horses more than once, that this will not be able to be fixed in one treatment. That's important. And I think that's very important for her so that she can expect it instead of thinking after one session, that should be it. And and if it isn't it, then Karen's wrong. Or the doctor didn't do their job. Oh, that's true. I hadn't considered I don't think that. either of those are good outcomes. Oh, right. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Thanks, Kelly. Mm-hmm. How many times has our chiropractor, have our chiropractors, plural, looked yeah. at us and been like, look, it's going to take a couple of adjustments. You're fucking tight. <laughs> and we're and, like, that's and, fair. Yeah, I was just going to say, and that's no fault of the chiropractor no. if your muscles are that tight. That's that, my problem. Yes. And B's talking about how that path of pain goes down that leg. And it's important because Anna Kate tells me that she had also had a cut on that leg. And it's important for me to know that and that Anna Kate tells me this because I have to differentiate between a cut on the leg and what kind of pain that could be causing the horse versus if you're walking on uneven ground and you've had a pull. Mm-hmm. So that that was that was really good and clear as to what B needs. And it gave Anna Kate the answer she was looking for, how did she get injured? So that she could understand, well, if I understand the injury, then I have a good concept that, yeah, she might need a chiropractor, but hey, she might also need physio. She might also need a massage. She might need rest. Or I might need to lay some more earth down and make more even ground where she treads. Yeah. And I, yeah, exactly. Or I might need, anyway, a whole bunch of things that she might need based on the fact that Anna Kate rides horses and can put all of those things together. And is also a responsible person. Parker's lying on my microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of wonderful animals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So B gives her mom this wonderful information just plainly to answer the question, how did this happen? So that she can, Anna Kate can understand, oh, this isn't related to the cut on the leg. This is related to something else that's happened. And, and that's simple and done. Waffles has done his job and... We can now come to the end of the session because her needs are met. Both horses have been able to clearly say to her, No, you came to the end of the session because the half hour was done and the horses actually used up the time efficiently. Let's be fucking clear about that because people could say, Well, my needs aren't met. Well, I have more questions. We'll have this. Your session's still coming to an end. These horses just handled the session well in a timely fashion. 
Yeah. Okay. You're talking to another one here. The session's ending. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Kelly, you did that nicely. Thanks. <laughs> you put me in my place. You, you fixed all of this up for us. Yes. Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, I do good. it out of some fun humor, but I also do it because there are personalities who would hear that loophole that your language just created yeah. and, and use that as an opportunity in an unhealthy way. Oh, then thank you for cleaning that up. Yeah, I got your back. <laughs> you sure do. Cool. I'm I'm thrilled for all of you, specifically for the horses to have a voice because, you know, mm. that's not something that your average bear can can do in their own career. Um, so congratulations to you for giving voice mm. to to an animal and their human mom, right? Mm -hmm. Their caretaker. Um, I'll also say too, like th there's a lot of needs that you talked about, right? Like those horses had particular medical intuitive needs. That woman, your client, Anna Kate, had clear needs to know what the next steps forward were for her animals, not just for competitions. Waffles brought that up himself, but to say, this is what I want out of my activity, but also why I want it for our relationship building. And that's the cause of most of our distress in life is our relationships, right? So if you can't figure out, if you can't sort out not saying Anna Kate should have, if you can't sort out with your animal what they need, you're going to stress over the relationship that you have with them, especially when you truly genuinely care for them. Mm -hmm. So I love that she sought you out to fill this need because here she has a very clear action plan of what needs to get done, very separate needs of her two little ones, right? Or large ones. Um, and she's got the confidence to implement that, find the right professionals, find the right kinds of activities for them so they can have a fulfilling life and a rewarding bond. Mm -hmm. Like, how good does that feel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, I'll say this too, like even let's say she had determined that one of them needed a chiropractor. Good on her for her observation skills and her intuition. That's amazing. And I hope everyone builds that observation and intuition within themselves. It's a very different kind of thing when you can hear a psychic slash medium give you that information as a validation of your own intuition mm -hmm. if you're looking to open those gifts and have them validated. So I think there was a lot going on on different levels in this show, mm -hmm. which is really cool. Thank you. Yeah, super proud of you and um, just proud of Anna Kate as a person, by mm -hmm. the way, if you're listening, uh, for growing into who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlows. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.